guys, it's the Lone Wolf here, and on this very special episode of the Lone Wolf podcast, somewhat, I don't know, um, my listenership has been declining lately, so I don't, I'm not even sure myself, but I'm with a special guest. Introduce yourself, please, so that I don't get, okay. I don't get hate for. I gotcha. Um, hi, I'm Allie, uh. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm just having fun, you know. I'm really excited to be here. This is my first time ever doing something like this, so I'm excited. Okay. Um. So let's get straight up to the point. Musical theaters. Uh, musical theater. My bad. Um. So this has been the subject on the back of my mind ever since maybe what Hamilton came out. And I'm like, this could be really fun to talk to with people because I unfortunately have limited knowledge of musical theater. But um, yeah, so the only musical I was able to do was Hamilton. And but I can only get like one person to do it with me because um, they were either too busy, unavailable or just don't like texting me. So, but if you want to check out my Hamilton rant, it will be, so, it will, it, it, just start, just find Hamilton rant on my episode page, um, but, yeah, so, um, there's that, uh, yeah, so, first off, have you seen the pro shot of Hamilton yet? Yes, I loved it. Spill your five minute to ten minute review, um, because you know different people, different opinions, all that. Oh yeah, I get you. Um, so I'd have to say I really enjoyed it. I'm going to admit that I had seen it before, technically, just illegally shot from the crowd. Um, bootlegs. I, yeah, bootlegs. Tons of bootlegs. I've seen them all. Um. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I especially enjoyed the different camera angles that you could never get from just the crowd with certain scenes. And uh, just the dynamics of the characters and being someone who has stage managed before and helped with costume preparation and stuff like that. The changes of the scenes, all the lighting and stuff, I really enjoyed that because I, I knew it was a Broadway production and to expect great things overall, but like it went above and beyond my expectations, especially using the um, rotating floorboards. That was a beautiful production choice. Um, all the moving pieces in the set that you really wouldn't expect to move with the with um, the layout the way it was um, helped the scenes progress into a very flowing manner, especially with the fact that the production is basically song after song after song after song. You need a nice flow and the set very much supported that action. Um, you could see how much all of the cast members genuinely enjoyed being there and were happy to be there and participating in that recording um everything went swimmingly from what i could tell like normally when you're someone that helps produce plays you can notice when bumps happen even if they're like subtle 
Uh, there weren't many slip-ups or anything like that. Um, that's about it. I really enjoyed the costumes overall because although they were fitting to the time, they did make subtle changes to the outfits themselves to make sure they were more easy to dance in. Okay, that's understandable. Um, so you would have to say, like, the costumes were your favorite part of the entire musical? Interesting. Um, I would already say mine, but I kind of already said it. And again, my, uh, shameless plug, Hamilton Grant's episode, please check it out. It gives, it gives me, it give, it gave off my more in-depth, uh, review of it, but the short some of it is and I'm actually going to call myself a hypocrite here because uh I change interest in four weeks so um previously I said that take a break was my favorite song out of Hamilton I lied uh, my favorite Hamilton song has hands down got to be wait for it um because I think because for me I kind of relate more to Burr And don't get me wrong, I do love the song, Take a Break. It's basically my life motto and, like, what I, you know, need in life. But, like, wait for it. I personally can relate to it because I'm the type of person who kind of just waits on opportunity more than reach out for it. And I'm trying to change that with this podcast and um, stuff that I I have been doing. And funny enough... I was just thinking about this for like a couple of weeks. Like, would it what would have been funny if I just interview fictional characters for about two hours, for like about an hour or so, and then talk to the real life people who or originated these characters, and just like just talk to them about it and have a conversation. Like, that's what that's what I kind of want to do. But, you know, like, I need, I need listeners. So, because I kind of want to prove to them that I'm actually, like, a professional and not just an amateur doing rants oh, and all that. That sounds but. so cool, though. That sounds so cool. Oh, I love the concept, especially if you did different voices for the characters. Ah, that'd be, oh, sorry. Like, my goal... Like, my goal is just to have the, like, for the pilot episode, I just want to talk to the Mean Girl, Mean Girls cast on Broadway. Not really the movie, because actors are hard, and I don't know why, but I always thought of Broadway actors being more accessible, because, you know, they love, like, they love giving back with the stage storing and all that, and I don't know why, but I feel like actors are kind of, like, hard to get a hold of versus Broadway actors, but then I don't know about that. I don't know. This is what I get for making up stuff as I go. Like, I just want to talk to fictional characters and then find out what makes them the character that they are and just have a conversation with them. That's all I want. Like, I just I just want to imagine myself having a conversation with the plastics and then be totally awkward two minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be absolutely amazing. Um, I love I love that idea. Uh, I'm a big fan of podcasts as a whole. I've wanted to do on it, do things like with it. Uh, the fact that you started doing it, I was like, mad respect, you know. 
Um, I I think it's a really good idea, and I understand what you mean with the whole Broadway actors are probably more accessible because. To the either main... way, I'm probably gonna have to ask. Sorry, but either way, I'm probably gonna have to ask Tina Fey for consent. Let's just be honest about that fact. I'm probably gonna Absolutely. have to ask for her consent before I can do anything else with it. Yeah, I'm sure, but you'll get there. You yeah. gotta make a name for yourself one way or another. Yeah. Broadway actors tend to be a little bit more like, "Hey, that's okay. Actually, that sounds like a really good deal. I'd love idea. I'd love to see that happen." You know, so a little bit like, more forgiving. Yeah, so that's a little project that I want to do in the future. But I need, like, I need people to listen. But I don't know. Maybe my other idea will blow up more than this podcast. Who knows? But um, yeah, I need to find a way to contact Tina Fey now that I think about it. Yeah. So. I mean, I could always try, like, giving with podcast shout-outs and stuff. I mean, I don't have, like, a big following or anything, but um, any help, right? Uh... You're like, no, I don't like <laughs> your kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, mm, okay. no, this sounds annoying. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I mean, please do I mean, I'm at this point. I'm like literally begging for people at this point, and some people that I know have followed my socials, which will always be linked in the description down below. Um, like I know some people who follow me on my Instagram and Twitter that I made for the podcast specifically, but still, I feel like no one's gonna listen to it because no one has the attention span of an hour, let alone thirty minutes. So there's that. Yeah. I get that. There's going to be some people that are going to be more dedicated than others to it. That's why, like, I haven't moved on my thing, because I don't have any dedication to anything, but I also really want to do it. I mean, because I kind of want, I kind of want this to be part of my resume one day, and, like, use it for my resume. That way people can, you know, talk to me. And I don't know why. I just find a conversation with the plastics really, 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 really funny. Like, I want to imagine what Regina will say to me about my thoughts on society and all that. Like, I just want to have a normal conversation with them. And if it's going to be awkward, it's going to be awkward. But, you know. So. Hey, but it'll make content. And that's what matters. Because someone's going to find that content entertaining nonetheless. True. Okay. Speaking of Mean Girls, um, what, is your, what do you think of the musical? I really enjoyed the musical. Oh, really? Have you seen bootlegs of it? Yes, always. I basically have bootlegs for most musicals. Hmm. Um, And I think it's a good production overall. I think it's fun. I've already... I always enjoyed Mean Girls growing up as a movie. So the musical hits different, but it's really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Like, it's a different interpretation of Mean Girls, right? Mm-hmm. It's a whole different look because of the dynamic of it. You know, you can do different things with theater that you can't necessarily pull off in a show uh, or a movie. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. With me, Mean Girls, um, funny enough, 
I didn't see, I didn't actually grow up with Mean Girls, if that makes any sense. I mean, I did have a Netflix account, but I would never really watch it because I don't know why teen, just teenage um, coming, coming out of age stories didn't really interest me at all because I was generally a kid and I kind of thought it was like, it was like early uninterested and whatever but then when I find out when I found out that Mean Girls was on Broadway I'm like wait what really because pop culture for me gets spread around so easily like I know about it but I haven't seen it for myself and I know people are gonna hate me like Mean Girls is not your favorite movie and I'm like sorry it's not because Aladdin is my favorite movie of all time it's also my favorite broadway musical soundtrack of all time because i just love aladdin's character growth out of all of on both the soundtrack the broadway soundtrack and the movie so yeah but i do love belting out um somebody gets hurt no not somebody gets hurt world burn sometimes in the shower but that hasn't been on my auto play lately because I just happened to listen to a bunch of Hamilton. Oh yeah, I get that. So um yeah, I've listened to Hamilton a lot. Like on on the fly, I will just be sitting there and my family will be like, You are making way too many expressions right now for not talking and I'll just be mumbling all the words to Hamilton. Mm. Um but yeah, um I understand not growing up with Mean Girls. I wouldn't have personally gotten into it uh, if not for having older sisters like I did. Um, I have two older sisters that were teenagers by the time I was, like, just normal. I don't know, child age? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what my current, like, age range was. But, um, like, so they were watching it, and I was like, eh, I guess, like, I'll sit here and I'll watch it, so. I was already put into it, along with Twilight, but that's a whole other conversation for another time. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I was more into, like, cartoons and stuff, but then that was also long, so I was like, okay, I'll swap it. Same. But the fact that I'm the oldest one in my family does not make my argument any better. (laughs) Because my little Uh, sister, who likes coming-out-of-age stories more than me, was like, she watched Mean Girls and then Legally Blonde too, and I was just um, I didn't care, cause I just I just found it uninteresting. But somehow for me the musicals maybe made me have more interest in it than the actual movies themselves. So, I mean, yeah, it turns out that way. A lot of people suddenly or got more into Beetlejuice with the musical coming out. I was a stan long before that. I thought Beetlejuice closed. Didn't it close? I think it did. It oh. did. Um, it's funny. Uh, you know, so my choir does this New York trip we would do every single year. And then technically we were supposed to do three Broadway master classes. Uh, one of them was Mean Girls. The other one was Beetlejuice. And I didn't know which was the third one. I didn't know what was the third one, I think, because I kind of for 
got. I think we only had room for two to do two musicals, but I remember being I remember seeing the words Beetlejuice and I'm like, okay. And then, you know, because half of my choir, half of the choir group is full of musical theater nerds, they were kind of excited with Mean Girls and Beetlejuice, and I was just dumbfoundedly stupid because I personally did not know what Beetlejuice was until I searched up on Wikipedia because that's how, how I know musicals right now. I search everything up on Wikipedia, expose it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then... Because I follow, um, do you know the YouTuber Catherine Steele? Yeah. Uh, she's a YouTuber. She focuses on musical theater, um, auditions, um, just basically everything around musical theater, aka her musical theater cult. And like what, through her channel, I was able to find out that Beetlejuice kind of closed. And I'm like, bro, what the heck? And then she kind of gave a in-depth explanation why it closed because Broadway needs money, unfortunately. And it's a good channel for anyone who is interested in musical theater or wants to take an interest in musical theater. Um, check it out. It's Catherine Steele. I'll leave a link to her channel down below. I don't think she knows I exist. Um, so there's that. But yeah, um, anything you want to ask me? Because I feel like if I ask people during these, because I want I want this to have a, I want this to be a conversation, not more of a interview. If that makes sense with you, so please ask me. Oh yeah, please. absolutely. Um, no, I get that. This is definitely a conversation, and I enjoy it. But uh, what other? because obviously there's Hamilton and Mean Girls and but um, have back on any older musicals or anything? Rent. Ah. Rent is a good one. Uh, yeah, I think it hits home with a lot of people now. Yeah. Know? I mean, for yeah. me, because I saw our high school's production of Rent and, you know, I enjoyed it. Because of, because you know, it was Rent. I love the music. I love the fact that majority of it was was like straight up music, like how Hamilton was. How it was just straight up music, no dialogue. I mean, there is dialogue, but there's like no dialogue in between songs. If that makes any sense with you, and I don't know. I just love that flow. And then when I found out uh, Rent on live on Fox, I was like. Hey, Rent is going to be on live? Oh, brother. But, like, you know, like, because I knew most of the cast who were in Rent back in 2018. Yeah, it was 2018. Um, I kind of felt like, because you know how, like, people were like, oh, I, like, only these people would get it. Or like, oh, I was here first and like, it gave me that vibe to where I kind of didn't, like, I kind of like slightly didn't enjoy Rent knowing that fact because I just, and this is really just a me opinion, um, you can happily debate this with me in the, in my social media links down below, um, like, I just don't like it when people are like, oh, like, I've done this first or like, I don't, or like, 
I was like the first fan or like inside jokes and like that. Like I didn't like it because it just made me feel left out. But that's what this podcast podcast is just me ranting about what I feel and all that. And half the time is just me feeling left out or like things that I like that I know that are going to make me feel left out. Yeah, no, I I think pushing people out of something that's supposed to bring people together is redundant. Um, You know, it it personally irritates me the same way when, like, see, like, let's talk about, like, school kind of thing. Like, when seniors are like, sorry, you can't join this because you haven't been around all four years. Like, that's not a fair thing. And that's why I joined Tech Crew, so I can erase that feeling because, um for me kind of is like that and I don't want to get in too much in detail with it because I don't want to get hate I um don't like I don't want to fight any more other people because if you haven't seen my if you haven't heard my uh I am an idiot pod podcast episode where it's just 17 minutes of me apologizing me of being an idiot um yeah like I just don't want to go down that route again because with performing arts you know everything has to be perfection everything has to be um perfect and everything has to be right and that's why I kind of don't like being in it I like seeing it because it's entertaining to see and like I mean, then again, I'm, like, aware of what the actors and the cast has to go through in order to make a really good show. But, you know, like, there's just some things that I was just like, nah, I don't want to be any part of this. I would rather get my hands dirty, build the set, maybe make the stage manager get mad at me for me doing something stupid. I don't know. Like, the thing about Tech Crew, no one cares. Like, oh, no. no one cares what, on what mistakes... Okay, they do care what mistakes you do, but it's kind of not your fault at the same time because if I don't get any heads up on anything, then I'm just going to assume that this is the way that you're supposed to do it. And I don't know. I just like being in charge of everyone's vocals and everyone's volume and all that. Like, it's fun. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's a lot of fun being randomly given that much power. Um, <laughs> talk, talking to People get to else. listen to me. I mean... Oh, yeah, I, they have to. I mean, I got mad for someone who um, forgot their mic during either a show night and or a rehearsal night. And I think you are also there because you can just tell how mad I was. Um, they forgot their mic one time, and I was just super mad because... They wanted it, like, they kind of were, like, like, they kind of, like, deserved the mic, but at the same time, they forgot to get their mic, and I was just so mad, because, like, it's their responsibility, like, I'm technically not in charge of, like, reminding you guys to get their mic, like, I'm responsible to make sure they're working and they have batteries and they're not dead, but I'm not responsible of getting, or getting and returning their mics because again it's been my responsibility and all that and i know this episode is supposed to be musical episodes but frankly it's just theater talk yeah so. at this point it's just theater talk which is fine 
and fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I remember that night, and I like I was like trying to stay calm because it saw how upset you were, but internally I was like, oh, that that irritates me. I'm very like, if something like is major wrong, I'll react, but if not, I try to stay calm. Um, you know, you saw me when the whole banner came down uh, at the wrong time, and I I was incredibly upset. Uh, <laughs> not crying upset, just upset. I was angry. And I chewed multiple people out. Um, I mean, that was also fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I I get a little bit of a power complex. I'm not going to deny that. But also, I put in the right place. I make sure I catch myself if I'm lecturing too hard. But most of the time, it's warranted, you know? Yeah, it's true. Mm, let's see. Hmm. So I'm gonna get mad over people being forgetful, huh? Lucky, lucky me. But yeah, just being in tech crew, I don't know. It just makes me feel powerful, and I feel like I can like, I feel like I can like conquer everything. To put it bluntly, because at the end of the day, um, I'm responsible for their technically well-being. If that makes any sense, like. But then again, you know, it's stressed out. It's stressing. Um, you have to, like, make sure all the timing is right, but at the same time, it's also satisfying. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, it's satisfying to just, like, just see everything put together and all that, because it's just, it's just, like, I feel relieved that, I I feel relieved about putting out this show for the audience, and that just brings me joy in life. So there's yeah. that. Uh, it's a lot of joy putting on a show because then you get to see that final production and you're like, I helped do that. Um, even without having to be on stage and be nervous about if you're going to get something right there. You know, because having someone actively watch you puts a lot more pressure on you. And but, that's why I don't like being in school productions anymore. Uh, yeah. For that sole reason and that sole reason only, but continue on what you were saying. Yeah, but when you don't have an audience watching you and you get to maintain the flow of the show by a bunch of switches that you're in complete control of, it is Mm -hmm. an outstanding feeling. Um, Like, and just know that you can always come to me if, like, someone's stressing me out because I will talk to them and be like, hey, like, what's good? Are you okay? Because, like, we have someone else that's upset based on how you're reacting. So we can't have that because I have someone else that like was reacting big to something mm-hmm. that didn't need that kind of reaction i settled it in the end but um uh you know i i'm as stage manager slash when we make the books for some reason i'm uh like co-director or whatever um like i i take on that role you know like i try to make sure that you're doing okay and stuff especially my tech crew because uh you know, like, I gotta watch out for you guys. You guys are there every day. I can't let you guys get sick and feel bad while we're sitting there and stuff. Because although we are sitting there for two hours and not actively, like, saying lines and stuff, you still have to feel well enough to pay attention to get things right, you know? Which I'm very grateful for that. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, there would just, like, I mean, as for me, um getting closer to the show 
I was just feeling so stressed out to where I was get, I was just getting angry for like no reason and um yeah like to where like you know it's closer to the show everyone's panicking everyone's feeling birds out about it and for me like I don't know I just felt completely scared and wimpy to not depend on a break because if I did do that then like I'm technically letting the whole team down but at the same time I just again it's also satisfying just to see the entire product and all that jazz um <laughs> is it because I said all that jazz <laughs> I'll have you know, I say that a lot, and I don't think of that show for context, okay? Like, I just say it because I just like saying it. I know, I, I heard you say it not, like, pre-our show, like, you said it before, but now that we've done Chicago, like, I'm sitting there thinking it's the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I lo- I love Bob Bossy's work. I love his choreography. Even though it looks so simple, it's actually complex and so weird. But for me, if I did have to do if I did have to do a musical theater production, the number one thing that completely bothers me when doing a musical produ- musical theater production is just the balance between the music, the choreography, and acting, if that makes any sense with you. Yeah. No, it does, because um, musical theater takes on a whole different level of balance than what it takes to produce produce a a normal, just, stage play. Um, Because in a normal stage play, there's something like choreography, but it's not quite right because you don't necessarily dance or anything. It's just placement and making sure you're in the right spot at the right time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just memorizing your lines and performing it as is and feeling the character, becoming the character, you know? Yeah. You have to do that and dance and sing and understand what's going on so you can make the right reactions in musical theater because you can chop down a lot of background characters and stuff for stage plays but musical theater the bigger the ensemble the better the show most most times okay i disagree with that statement having (laughs) the the bigger the ensemble the better so okay for me and maybe because a good ensemble. <laughs> okay. You need a good ensemble. Like, you know, I mean, then again, I like Hamilton, the cast isn't really I mean the ensemble isn't really that big. Um, if I'm yeah, I'm I'm referencing Lin Manuel Miranda here. Um, in the heights it's not really that big. Like if you've seen the music or the score and like you could just tell that's not meant to be written in a huge number if that makes any sense with you like some music like some musicals i get why they're small because it's not really the main focus and also because the stage doesn't look so cramped and claustrophobic um and that was the problem with me when i saw in the heights for on in the summer of 20 
2019. Yeah, 2019. Summer of 2019. Um, I saw In the Heights because I was because I was stressed out and all that, and I was just I just needed I just needed a break. And like everybody who was in the everyone who was in the tech crew then was like. Tammy, just go take a break. I'm like, just don't even, just don't even worry about us. Just go take a break, and I did. So when the ensemble was out doing a doing kind about the barrio, I noticed that the stage looks no, no, it was on ninety six thousand. So like the stage looked so claustrophobic that I was like, I am so glad I'm not in this show. Like I would just feel cramped in it and. Half the reason I blame the musical director, even, like, she's a good person. She's really passionate about her work. But, like, like, it's meant to be smaller. If that makes any sense with you. Like, Chicago, for example. I love the drama teacher. I love Swain. Hi, Swain, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just don't want to get hate on and don't want to cry and don't have to feel anxiety attacks for something I said, and then people get mad at me, and then I have to rethink everything, and then I, ha- I have to make an- another apology episode, and I don't want to keep apologizing to people because my brain is just broken. Anyway, I love you, Shwain, Um, but I felt I felt like um, the Chicago I cast could have been. Ah, uh, dang. Um, I felt like the Chicago cast could have been a lit like the ensemble wise. A little bit smaller and by that like don't split the choir people up don't split up the dance people up like unless they can multitask then that's fine but like and I kind of blame the dance teacher too if I'm gonna be honest like because you know how she like had all these dancers and then technically they were supposed to like you know I don't know sing and then you have the ensemble and they kind of just did I don't know nothing and then you had the dancers do most of it like that's the thing I don't like about, well, specifically our high school productions. People, I've seen videos of high school productions of certain musicals, and they actually did a pretty good job. But for our school specifically, and this is totally my opinion, please don't hate for me just because I have this opinion. I just felt like everything could just be a little bit smaller and everyone else a little bit more challenged. But then again, this is all my opinion, and thank you for reminding me. I need to put another disclaimer. Uh, Am I speaking too loud? No, to me, you're speaking just fine, and I have my volume, like, almost all the way up, but that's just how I leave it, really. Okay. Um, (laughs) Fine, I listen to hard rock, it's fine. Um, but thing i think i phrased it wrong i think like when you have a nice full group of people ready to work and ready to put their all into it and like basically have it where it's a comfortable limit basically for the show but they're all ready to be there and ready to learn dances and sing and practice lines and do all the blocking and ready for moving set pieces that we're gonna do and curtains going up and down and ready to run on stage and run off because entrances are important you know yeah um because honestly when you get all that energy from a group of people 
before a show, like before you even start going on stage, you're ready for the show. You feel how like prepared you are and stuff because like it's just an energy that pulls you in. Like the moment you enter the room, you know everyone there is ready to have a good time and get along and get a show put on. You know. Mhm. It's it's one of my favorite feelings. I've only stage managed for two years. Um, but it's still fun, and so, like, you get the same energy from, like, directing plays themselves, and hopefully you get one from one you write, and stuff like that, like, that's the energy you hope for, and we get that a lot at our school. Oh, yeah, there's Um, a lot of energy, which, for (laughs) me, it's not bad, but since I'm, like, I have an introverted state of mind, it can be, like, tiring for me because I kind of don't like being around people. That's just my preference. Um, yeah, but, you know. And now, like, everything is now closed and Broadway is closed and Broadway is going to be closed until 2021. And we were supposed to go to New York on Thanksgiving break, which, funny enough, it's my birth Thanksgiving Thanksgiving break or Thanksgiving day is my birthday week. So I would be so, so happy if I went to New York on my birthday week, but I don't think that's going to happen if I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, sadly, probably not. Not with the way things are looking. Um, Our current plan is no school for the first semester altogether. Legit? Um, Yeah, that's their working plan right now. Oh, um, unless things start to get better, then they'll work out a new plan. But currently, that's our acting plan, all online for the first semester. Mm. Um, oh, for theater stuff, I'll be discussing things with uh, Mr. Schwing, you know, uh, to get things all set up for this next school year. Mm. Um, seeing as I'm a senior, and that makes me so nervous to think about the fact that I'm a senior that's responsible for decisions. Although I've made decisions before, obviously, but mm-hmm. it's not more pressure when there's no one older than you that you can be like, hey, uh, here's the thing, you know? Yeah, no, I get you. I mean, me being a senior and now the Alto 2 sex leader in choir um, with a lot of newbies, by the way. I mean, I have... Two that are returning, and then three newbies, which I think I know, but at the same time, like, I knew them personally, but I'm like, okay, like, how is this going to work? And then I also kind of have to work with this other person who is the Alta One sexual leader, so I kind of, I have to work with her because we're trying to keep our section balanced and ordered, and then not to mention plus 30 more other people. I'm like, okay, great. How the heck are we going to work this out? Considering, because, you know, we kind of travel a lot to other to places that um, get me out of school a lot. And thank goodness I'm taking easier classes. That way I don't have to stress a lot. But, like, yeah, just having our first half of senior year being stripped away from home is just straight up annoying to deal with. And plus, my mom already said no for me not going to school because we're Asian, we're very Kleenex. Like, we, like, like, unless there's a vaccine, then obviously my mom's not going to go out. 
Yeah. Um, understandably, I take a bath to school. That's a major concern. Um, discussions going on. There's certain people, students, to get their opinions and stuff and how things are going to go. And then me and Schwing are on the sidelines uh, discussing a lot of ways we can still put on theater and produce stuff throughout the year. Um, that people will actually want to participate in um, to make sure that the performing arts, like, performing arts are going to struggle the most. And we're a school that mostly focuses on the arts, so it's going to be a difficult thing. But is working towards a better plan for it. I mean, for me, choir-wise, we kind of got nothing going on. There's no discussion other than who is going to do what for the next year. Um, there's not really indicated plans for choir specifically because normally we would have auditioned to go to Disney California Adventure and perform for 30 minutes. Um, yeah, and then we we'll spend the whole day at Disneyland or Disney California Adventure because they give us free tickets for performing. And then, again, we were supposed to do another audition where there's this called Disney Candlelight, where um, we basically, well, they basically sing for about out an hour or so of Christmas carols, and then there would be a celebrity narrator that would, like, narrate the entire birth of Jesus and all that and all the biblical biblical stuff and like I kind of want to do it this year because I have never done candlelight before I'm pretty sure I'm like the only senior who hasn't done it yet because I joined in chambers at a weird time to where like everybody was like like everybody did it before except me and I'm sad because I want to meet the celebrity up close and personal. Oh, yes. I get that. So, like, this was technically my only chance. And Corona blew it. <laughs> I'm sad. Yeah. Because the only oh, references I have now are videos. And I'm like, I'm sad. Yeah, me and Swing had, like, a list of, like, plays we want to try to do. Stuff we want to produce. Like any um, musicals? Uh, we don't have any musicals on the list because it was supposed to be fall plays first. Fall plays are seeing if we do another like Halloween production again, like stuff like that. Like, and then okay. our advanced class writing, possibly arts on the lawn stuff as usual. Um. Fair. So. There's that, and then, like, we had one other play we want to put on um, that I was definitely going to try out for, because it's a stage play. Um, mm. You know, and all that got brushed aside because of this whole thing, so me and Twain are discussing things like, how hard would it be to do a Zoom one? And I did a Zoom one this summer, um, earlier, a few months ago, or a month ago, not a few months ago, a month ago. And that mm -hmm. was difficult on its own because, like, I was the person that, like, covers if there's a slip-up, if, like, suddenly someone else's internet cuts out and we lose. But my internet 
up at the same time someone else's did, so I couldn't save the scene like I was supposed to someone else did. Um, but it was difficult because you had to time it just right, and singing is not an option on Zoom. That is not. No, unless it's pre-recorded, you can't really pull that off. Um, okay. Sadly, it's terrible. I, I got so sad. I was so hopeful because it's a musical. What we did was. Unless it's individual songs, like one person singing, and that's it. Um, mm. An actual show would be a little harder. You're not addressing the fact that it's online. Like, it's not a show that looks like it's meant. You know, it looks frustrating. And it would be irritating. So we're discussing, like, ways to socially distance that, like, an open, like, going out on, like, a field, planting chairs six feet apart and making people wear masks, requiring it, stuff like that. Or using the auditorium, but just spreading everyone out across it because we have such a large auditorium and stage. Or, and then our actors doing single monologues so they don't have to be close to anyone. Their masks only when they're on stage and putting them back on as soon as they're backstage. Things like that, little things that would help allow us to perform, but still difficult to manage on their own. Okay. That sounds um, like it's possible, but, you know, with everything going on, um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not possible and all that. Um... Let's see, do I have time to do another question? I think I do. So, hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to think. Got any more questions for me? Because I felt like. I, I yeah, to... I didn't ask very many. Uh, of course um. you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of stuff. Um. Is there any musical specifically that you don't like 100% are against their existence? Like, you don't like it? Uh, do I have any? Blame mm. Miz. Because I just don't get the story. That's it. Blame like, Miz was a little harder to catch, I suppose. Yeah, for me, I just didn't really understand what was going on like I kind of got it but at the same time I was just what yeah I just um I just did not get it that's it um <laughs> I heard it's really good but for me personally like my brain just can't comprehend France in the olden days so <laughs> they're like you can't mix Shakespeare with a rap beat. Okay, I can't do that. No, no, you can't. I mean, Hamilton is possible, but then again, it's Hamilton and um, it's less traditional, if that makes any sense with you. Yeah. Any music? It's not that special, like, if, oh, I know musicals I don't like. But so 
any musicals that you particu- you particular uh, I can't speak particularly don't like don't get um don't like per se all that I mean I don't I don't think there's any that I genuinely like distaste like will not listen to or anything like including cats I I I like some of the songs from cats some of them are bops um but like ones that I can't necessarily sit down and listen to like often is like the Spongebob musical and stuff like that like it's a good show good production don't get me wrong um love the creativity but I'm not gonna sit there and listen to it often um I'm mad about Dear Evan Hansen, the storyline, wild, uh, very much upsets me. Uh, but I, I don't like hate it or anything. I love the musical. I just get very irritated with the storyline. Oh no, yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, I do like uh, if I could tell her from Dear Evan Hansen because it's just so catchy. Um, and you will be found. But, no, that's all I got to say on it, because even though I love musical theater, it's not my favorite thing in the world. So, I I can't hold that against you. Musical theater has been my life since I I had listened to The Sound of Music and stuff, like, when I was younger, so I was already into musicals. And then I listened to Wicked, and I wasn't, like, outstandingly into it because I was younger and I was like oh this is nice but um I got into Hamilton like shortly after it got produced on Broadway um so 2015 yeah and so like from there it spiraled I listened to basically everything I like anything I could get my hands on I, I watched and so that's why I have like a whole like, way to find bootlegs if anyone ever wants them, you know? Um, and I'm known in drama for being the bootleg person. Uh, mm. Um, and then stuff like that, like, always been like that since. Even with my, like, randoms in between and stuff like that, like, musical theater has been a part of my life for a while. And I'm not giving that up anytime soon. Okay. Um. Any last remarks, shoutouts, last opinions? The floor is all yours. Uh, my shoutout is you're amazing, Tammy. Never doubt yourself. Uh, this this podcast is gonna go great. I know because you are you run this podcast amazingly. Honestly, uh, really. really? I feel like I haven't. I don't know lately. Okay, lately, it's just been thoughts that I can make up in my head by my due date. Hey, like, I if mean, I'll rant about something, I'll rant about something. Do what I, I gotta do. So, like, hey, we I'm, got I... that So, other than that, anything else? Um, not particularly. Uh, if you wanna, like, put my Instagram or anything. Well, you can. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, it was just nice being on here. Yeah. I was happy to be invited on here. I didn't know you were doing this till now. So I'm just excited. Can't mm-hmm. wait to see what's to come. If you start the other thing as well, that project will go what great. 
I feel like that will because it's me talking to the plastics. Yeah. What's exactly. more to say about that? All I gotta do is just get consent from Tina Fey and I'll be on my way. Now, that's okay, it? now I'm just thinking of Hercules. Uh, yeah, that's it. And as for me, um, please follow my Twitter, my Instagram down below. Um, of course, it will always be in the episode description, no matter where you find it. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, um, my email will always be down below. And question of the day, um, or question of the week, whenever you're listening to this, what is your favorite thing about being, what is your favorite thing about musicals? It could be from Tech Crew, it could be from the set, it can be the costumes, it could be the music, it could be the actors, the soundtrack, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, please answer. I need to make, I need to find a discussion. So, um, yeah. And a special thank you to Ali. Um, thank you so much for being in this episode today. Um, yeah, thanks, because this, this was a last minute thing. Uh, for me personally, so thank you. Of course, anytime. Um, also, I forgot to mention this earlier, but if you want to send me a personal voice message, um, because why not? Or if you have questions, comments, concerns for me that you would rather be vocal about instead of doing an email because I'm aware with technical with technology it can be glitchy sometimes you can send me a voice message and ask me anything you want because it's for me to allow myself to be connected with you guys and all that fun jazz don't laugh so with that being said I will howl at you guys later and please please be safe Thank you.